Hello everyone, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode with T. Schuler is all about Bill and Ted Part 3. Uh, that is a lie. Uh, technically, we talk about Bill and Ted Part 3. Um, I'm just using that as a gateway, uh, so you might actually listen to the episode that has very, very, very little to do with uh, Bill and Ted Part 3. Our next episode with Tia will definitely be about Bill and Ted's uh, bogus journey, otherwise known as Bill and Ted Go to Hell. That's absolutely true. Another thing that's absolutely true is uh, 2020 has uh, destroyed a lot of things, including uh, former sources of employment. Therefore, we have a Patreon account. You could donate to us on youmethemeverybody.com. The Patreon link is in the podcast description. Um if you like this episode, you should listen to our other two with Tia. This was recorded outdoors, socially distanced away. Go to my Instagram page to see what it looked like. Without further ado, technically some talk about Bill and Ted Part 3. Excellent! All right, we're, we're recording. All right, I'll try to speak coherently. When was the last time I saw you? Um, I don't know. Two two months. It's no, been a while. It's been a while. It's been. It was before you went. Yeah. To your uh to to your whatever thing you did. Chicago. <laughs> sure. <laughs> before you went to Chicago. Chicago is whatever thing I did. Yeah. At this point. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, I've since been tested. Uh. Like. Your metal has been tested, or your your blood, or your resolve no, just just the blood. <laughs> okay, just the blood. <laughs> okay, resolve has never been tested. <laughs> no, <laughs> and um, I'm glad I got tested. Yeah. Have you been tested yet? No. Uh, no, and I mean, <sighs> <sighs> yeah, I don't know, man. Um, if I had any symptoms whatsoever, I would go and get tested. Mm-hmm. Right now, I just kind of feel like. Uh, I don't know. I haven't had like contact with people. Yeah, yeah, I've pretty much avoided contact. And then, um, I guess two weeks ago, I ended up, or no, maybe last week, I ended up having not actual contact, but like I was in a room and someone walked in, and I was like, "Oh my god!" But oh, that was the first time you were in a room with someone in a while. Yeah, I mean, other than you know my immediate family, so that was really weird. Um, and so now every time that I have like seasonal allergies i'm like i'm dying but i i assume that i'm not so that's good we'll see <laughs> i would also like to assume that you're not yeah dying. i mean it would be easier for my parents anyway <laughs> <laughs> uh so you're do you feel any differently since we last spoke i mean about about the world yeah. or about the world um that's a good question i think since since the last time i saw you so many different things have happened um i feel like uh i really want to keep on uh having these conversations because i think that they're very interesting and helpful maybe not for others but um and uh and i think that um you know the more that we get to talk the more that i almost feel like comfortable and confident and i can sort of define some things that that I think about, and so I think that's helpful. So I'm happy to be here. Good. Um, other things are weird, but I'm happy to be here. So you mentioned others. You mentioned uh, the potential audience. Why does that matter? Oh no, I don't. <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's a serious. I understand that. Brandon, I've never done anything for an audience, and I don't intend to begin now. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I think that a lot of people get hung up on the idea of an audience. 
Yeah, probably. Or, or, well, you're not really on Twitter. I mean, I'm on Twitter. I just don't participate. <laughs> yeah, you're not. You're not exactly. If you're not I get all of my doom scrolling through Twitter, sure, sure, but sure. I don't. Um, I no longer share all of my feelings. I think, um, in the year like 2009 and 10 and 11, I mm-hmm. shared all of my feelings, but now I just sort of. I don't know. I think since my accident, since my brain injury, I kind of have like a great deal of doubt about things. I'm like, is that funny? I'm like, I don't know. So I'm not active. No. Do you wish you were? No, I think it's, I think, you know, the other part of it is that having done like social stuff professionally, if it, it, it got really kind of stressful like oh my god i have to make a public statement and it has to be vetted by 12 people and like i have to do research about every single thing that i say blah 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 and so now it's like tweeting almost has it's almost like a triggering type of thing where i'm like oh god it has to be this whole big thing where i think that if you were kind of more detached from it and you're like oh whatever i'm just saying things then i think that it's great and fine but i just i don't know at some point i'll be able maybe to like open it and not think about all of the bosses that I've had who have been like, well, should we consider the wording on that or whatever it is? So, Do you miss... <laughs> are you referring to your time in politics? If everything. Okay. Every every job. <laughs> There's no job where there isn't... Like, well, for me, there was no job that... Uh, there isn't someone like over 50 who's kind of like, well, I don't know because my nephew's friend... Sure, sure. And so you have to like explain everything and justify everything and then when it really comes down to it when you're about to hit the thing i mean you understand this it's the same as like it's it's news right and especially now it's you're creating a an official statement and so if you (laughs) i'm creating an official statement of the brand of me no Mm -hmm. um i don't believe in any of that uh but it can feel like that and so it still feels like that so i think i still have like you know, baggage. Sure. Basically. I'm wondering because uh, you did work in politics. I did. Yes. And that's when the accident occurred. And (laughs) it's currently night four of the DNC. Yeah. Or have you watched any of the first? No, I find all of it to be extremely stressful and I just don't have the emotional capacity. It just, it just makes me so upset. Are you planning to vote? Yeah, I vote. I vote in every single election Mm -hmm. that happens. I don't want to get any more mail, so I vote in every election. Are you going to vote for, are you going to ma- mail, or are you going to go to the polling place? Um, I'm probably going to organize my family to get the uh, the ballot in the mail, but mm-hmm. then we'll drop it off Okay. in person somewhere. Okay. Because uh, things are rough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I just can't imagine you going from probably the, one of the best quarantiners I know. Yeah. I'm a great... I'm a great uh, social isolator. But also, you are you literally worked in politics. Yeah, you worked on Capitol Hill. Yeah, and to not—I can't believe you're telling everyone that. And to but n- yes, not vote. <laughs> I did it because I wanted to hang out with your wife. <laughs> Lots of people want to hang out with my wife. Yeah. Lots of people. This is a Wayne's World Two reference. A lot of people's wives are back there. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're not. You don't need to apologize. I completely I a, derailed no, your you, actual point. You can't derail anything. <laughs> okay, thank in my God. in my world, there, I am meaningless. There is no. Well, that's the thing. What is meaning? Right. I don't. Let's know. get. Let's, let's get, get into it. it. <laughs> um, no, but what's what's the point of all this? It's I not just free flowing. 
I don't know. I don't, what's the point of everything? Well, it's know. to bring joy to others. All right. And sure. to have some self-understanding. When that's, you say that's that. That's it. That's what I just did. I said None it out loud. You said it out loud. Yeah. On the record. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's been, it's been weird to go from being in politics. I think that, like, I think, um, I don't know. I, I mean, I see a lot of people, I, I don't know. One thing that I think about a lot is the messaging uh, on the on what I would say is our side on the Democrat side. Uh, we're not great at explaining what we do. It's something that I struggled with while I was working there. It's something that I, you know, sat down and had meetings with people about. Um, and we're just not really great at expressing what we're doing and what we'd like to do and what we hope to do, et this cetera. What you just said is perfect because you're both 100% right yeah. and completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it boils down to our last two conversations, and it boils down to a lot of uh, disagreements my wife and I get into, and she gets very, very upset with I'm me. I'm on her side. And it's the exact same reason I wanted to invite you over uh, a while ago. It was like, I wanted to talk about simplicity, because yeah. when I always say things are very basic and obvious and mm-hmm. easy, they are. Right. We confuse them. We Our doubt gets in the way, yeah. and it makes it very difficult. So. When it comes to Buddhism, when it comes to <laughs> politics, when it comes to this show, when it comes to yeah. literally everything in life, it's super duper basic and simple. Okay. What do you mean? Okay. So w- an upcoming film, uh, mm-hmm. Bill and Ted Part 3. Yeah. The only thing I'm looking forward to in the entire world. What's the entire premise of Bill and Ted? Like, what's their, what is their guiding principle? Be excellent to each That's other. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Right? Yeah. Is that simple or complicated? I don't know. Party on, dude, is kind of that the second part of it. And, I mean, that can be complicated. I mean, if you Fair. really... <laughs> right? I, mean, I said Bill and Ted, not Wayne's World. And okay, I understand. No. But Wayne's World, like, co-opted that. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, that's true. Or do Plus, we, we, actually, I don't know if they co-opted it. Or did Bill and Ted co-opt it? I don't know. Bill and Ted was, like, 89. Was it 80? Wayne's World was, like, 91 90, or 90. Or well, the first sketch was, I think, like, 89. Oh, yeah, 90? that's true. I don't know. I don't no know matter what. what this is w- actually the only debate we should be talking about. This is the only thing about. I want to talk about. <laughs> because you know why? Uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey is one of the greatest films ever made. And it has the worst 30 minutes ever put on film ever. And then the best hour ever made of any film ever. Could we plan on talking about that yes. next time? Okay, yes. I, I want to do my yes. research because I no. haven't seen that movie in... Could I give you one little tidbit of trivia that you probably already know? Sure. Do you know the original title for that movie? No. Bill and Ted Go to Hell. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. And there's a, a handful of comic books where that's in the ads. Oh, really? Bill and Ted Go to Hell, and they changed it, yeah. No, I love that movie. Um, I really love that movie. So, yeah, we can talk about that great. because I think that's a great film, and I think uh, everyone should be watching that movie. <laughs> but when it comes to politics, when it comes to right. the, uh, <laughs> life, right? When it comes to not Bill and Ted. I think that my my keep it simple stupid ethos is actually the most important thing I could be telling myself all the, other than like loving kindness and all that stuff it's it's really basic and it's super difficult to like get out of your own head and that's the problem right yeah and when you when you go away from the simplicity that's when things can seem overwhelming or dark and when, especially when it comes to politics yeah, and well, that's one of the reasons why I asked about the DNC last night because uh, Barack Hussein Obama spoke, mm-hmm. and if you follow the trajectory from 2004 to 2020, it's like a broken man. Yeah, and 
at the end of the day, I think he's still preaching a very simple message, and it's super easy to get defeated by all the sadness surrounding right. that simple message. So when I say things to you like, oh, I get Buddhism, <laughs> yeah. it's not so much of me being like, I am better than you. It's more just like if you stay, if you keep it simple, if you just, if you don't explore all the other stuff and you break it down in an obvious way, it totally makes sense. Right. Now, that's not saying that's actually understanding. No. And, and I know that. No, no. Well, okay. All the other stuff is how you is the methodology whereby you actually l live the everything is very simple yes. thing. And that's very difficult to do. It is, yeah, because yes. those books are really hard to read. Yeah, <laughs> even the like basic stuff that I'm yeah. reading. It's not basic. It's not. It's but, not basic. And I'm not saying that the, the but the message is super, super duper simple. And, that, right. and that's why it works. Well, yeah, and Barack Hussein Obama also <laughs> said, uh, you know, don't do stupid shit. And yeah. I think that is another great example of uh, you know, modern philosophy in action. But again, it's hard, right? Of course. It's not easy. And <laughs> I do stupid shit all the time. <laughs> you know, not with nuclear codes, but like, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's hard. Yeah. And I, and I want to, I'm saying this to you because inevitably I've offended you. I've definitely offended my wife. <laughs> and she's just like, it's not simple. It's not, it's like, don't say that. You're wrong. It's like, but it no, is. No, no, no. I, I, I don't think you're wrong. I think you're right. I think that, um, I, I think that there are a lot of religions that have sprung up in order to do what you just described as the other stuff, right? Like, if you look at Quakerism, one of the major tenets of Quakerism is simplicity. And they do that by, you know, wearing plain clothes and not buying ridiculous things and and prioritizing things like taking care of themselves and being able to know what they can do, what they can't do. Um, but, and so, I mean, it's sort of the same as being a monk, right? A lot of these religions that say you should be simple or... I mean, I guess that that's a different thing. Simplicity, as described that way, is a different thing. But yeah, no, I think you're right. I don't. I don't think you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong at all. I think it is very simple. I mean, but then if you read a Zen text, it will say, you know, it is simple. It is not simple. Both yeah, are yeah, the yeah. case, right? And you're and, like, but that's uh, what I, that's right. That's no, right. No, no, no. I completely, I completely agree with you. But that does not mean that when you wake up in the morning and you have to do something, the first thing that you think is, ah, God damn it, I don't want to do that, right? Like, it's, it's very simple to say, I am not bothered by the things that happen in my life. Yeah. It's a very different thing to not be bothered exactly. by the things exactly. that happen in your life. Exactly. And I think that's the goal. That's what we're all striving for. I think that's what everyone is striving exactly. for. Exactly. Yeah. And isn't that, that's a simple thing. It, it is a simple thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Yes, all beings wish to have comfort and food and, yeah, I mean, that's what everybody and everything want. That's, that's the, yeah, that's very basic. It is very simple, but what does that mean? And what does that mean in a world where you're told that you need a lot of things and you have all of these? I mean, and then if you want to talk about having multiple lifetimes worth of experience, then you bring in all of this baggage of all of these different things that have happened to you. And so the meditation and the, the work, right? We're talk we talk about the work a lot <laughs> this month. Who knows about next month? But uh, a lot of that is breaking down the like colonization of your mind or breaking down the, 
the idea that you have of yourself or breaking your negative self-speak or whatever it is. It's retraining yourself and all of that. Uh, the majority of Buddhism, all of the methodology, all of that is based on discipline. It's based on training your mind so that you can react to things in a way that's healthy that allows you to learn how to put yourself every time you have a bad situation in a place where you can react not with oh my god i fucking i don't want to yeah, do yeah, that yeah. right yeah and so that but that takes work it takes discipline it takes it for a lot of people it takes a lot of studying or a three-year retreat or whatever it is and even at the end of that you don't walk out of it having this like la da da like yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like the clouds part and there's this beautiful ray of sunlight that says now you are enlightened it's more like okay now I only get mad if I forget to pay my taxes on sure. time as opposed to every single time I get, you know, I have to walk to my mailbox. I'm mm -hmm. like, God, I don't want to walk to my mailbox, you know? So I think it's a process. I completely agree. And that's why I wanted to focus on the last John Lewis writing right. as well. This, to me, sounds exactly like what you're saying. This could be in a Buddhist text. Is this a good time to mention that there's a dog here with <laughs> us? There's a dog here with us. How old is this dog? Like two, three. Well, I think she's like two months old. Yeah. Three months old. Three months old, she's yes. She's not even three months old. No. What's her name? Um, is it a process? It's a process. Yeah. It's, it's very simple because we know her name, but I'm not sure if we know her name yet. Understood. Yeah. Okay. Both are true. It's a lovely dog. She, she does the trick, yes. How <laughs> many pounds is she? Um, right now she's like six and a half pounds. Yeah, it's a little terrier. Yeah. No barking. No, no, she's a good girl. So polite. Yeah, she's a very good girl. If you are a barker out there, <laughs> nothing wrong with you. <laughs> you should be better. It's, it's not a reflection on you. Just this Change specific. Change the job. way you are. This is the final <laughs> essay, or sorry, the final paragraph in his. Uh, or it's in the. Sorry, it's it's from his final writing. It was in the yeah. New York Times. It was published. Um, it's the second to last paragraph. Was it the day he died, or was it the... I think it was published the day... Of the funeral? Of the funeral. Day of the funeral. One of the best pieces... Ever. Yeah. Yeah. You must also study and learn the lessons of history because humanity has been involved in this soul-wrenching existential struggle for a very long time. People on every continent have stood in your shoes through decades and centuries before you. The truth does not change, and that is why the answers worked out long ago can help you find the solutions to the challenges of our time. Continue to to build union move between movements stretching across the globe because we must put away our willingness to profit from the exploitation of others. It's 100%, I think, it's 100% correct. Yeah. There's nothing complicated about that. You, we are all of all of human history. Okay, but we need to have you ever tried to bring people together? Yeah. <laughs> I get like three to eight people all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all willing to sit together and sing and make yeah. plans and then totally follow through. Of course. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's simple and it's hard. It's simple and it's hard. And I think, um, uh, when I was getting my degree, my major professor used to say, uh, Americans have amnesia. Mm -hmm. And I think that I think about that a lot. Uh, we have a great deal of difficulty uh, focusing on anything that wasn't in the last 23 hours. And I think that it's getting worse. Um, now it's like, oh, this happened eight minutes ago, so now I can pay attention to something new. Um, yes, I think that, uh, you know, and we've talked about this, I think that 
everybody wants the same thing. Everybody wants to be happy. Everybody wants to learn from their mistakes. Everybody wants to do better. Everybody wants uh, everybody else. Well, I don't know that everybody wants everybody else to do better, but um, I don't think that like cracking the code to any of this is something new. I think that like everything that he said is absolute. I think everything that he ever said or did is absolutely perfect. And I think he's like a, I would describe him as a saint. So, um, but I think, uh, you know, when you try to do that and someone says okay but you didn't call uh the head of the post office back quick enough and you're doing it wrong and why don't people do this and why don't you just you know impeach everything right now and it's like you know okay but it's a little bit more complicated than that like cool yeah things are bad we need to do a lot of things um how okay uh who would like to volunteer um it's 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 a lot of work and it's a lot of process. And I think, you know, at the same time, you're going to have like how many people bought books in the last two months that are never going to read them? How many people are like, oh, yes, I am an anti-racist oh, okay, and then sure. are never going to do anything. But how many people, how many people do you and I know? I mean, this is like basic GOTV numbers, right? Like when you knock on someone's door and they say, oh, I'm definitely going to vote. You, there's a 50% chance that that's a complete lie, right? When they tell you they're going to vote for your candidate. I mean, these are just turnout numbers. It's really basic. And it's not hard to win an election based on turnout numbers. But you have to actually do it. Like, it takes the work. And even then, you can do as much work as you want to. And if someone's not going to vote, they're not going to vote. So this is not... I mean, I would love to say, you know, if, if more people ran for school board everything would be better i don't i i don't if i knew how to actually make this happen brandon i would have done it already do you think i'm asking you to make this happen? no but i think i think there are a lot of people with a lot of good ideas i just think you know who's who's the one with the right one i don't know i don't know I hear you tell me. I got yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> sorry sorry i'm here i have to disagree with your professor okay america does not have amnesia there's there's four things going on. Two and two, right? There's the actual America, and then there's the idea <laughs> of America. <laughs> actual America, okay. There's actually, the, there's actually the United... There's the actual history of the United States of America. Right. And then there's the ideal of the United States of America. Okay. So there's two different things, number one. Right. And then the other thing, probably the more important thing, is it's not so much amnesia, it's just blanket denial. Well, and I think there's a difference between the two. Amnesia says, kind of. I think I. Th but in order to in order to have denial, you have to have the information, right? If you have yes. the information, you've shown some interest in finding that information, or you've been in a position where you've been allowed to or able to access the information. If the information is never available to you, you can't be in denial about it. So, like, if you say, oh, we never had any, like, the entire colonial, like, the, the history of the United States is trash. Like, we're awful. Everything is bad. We have, like, think about three things that we've done that are good. And, okay, it's a really great idea. But, like, in practice, has it worked out? Nah. But... You know, if you grow up in a place where the school curriculum doesn't have this information and no one ever said to you, like, if you weren't radicalized, right, it, you know, uh, like, if you didn't have someone who, like, a cool person who was older than you who would be like, man, you got to check out Howard's in or whatever it is, whatever it is that made you say, oh, I should really go and look, the, uh, you know, the truth that I'm seeing here is not the full truth, right? This is the, this is the same thing as Buddhism. If you say, 
everything that I see in the world, when I go to the cash register at the grocery store, none of that is real, right? I need to find something else. But if no one ever says to you, hmm, I wonder if everything you see at the cash register at the grocery store is real. Is that the truth? Is that the ultimate truth? If no one ever says that, if no one even plants that idea in your mind, how are you supposed to go and educate yourself? And, and it is a question of educating yourself because this, these are not things that, you know, I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on where you go to school. But, like, it's not like every history book has, you know, the real version of history. So it takes a lot of work. And this is, again, more effort to educate yourself. And if you... If, you, if someone says to you, hey, you should really check this out, and then you say, no, I don't want to know, then that's denial. But if, if no one ever said to you, hey, do you really think that's what actually happened when, you know, what do you really think that's what actually happened with Thomas Jefferson, right? If you go to Monticello and you walk around and there isn't an effort made for you to go into the slave quarters and have them do the interpretation of what happened there, then you wouldn't even know it was there. And so... I don't know. It's it's again. It's it's very simple, but it's very complicated. I don't disagree with what you're saying. Yeah. But I think it's denial because common sense tells us it's probably on a on the whole denial. Yeah. But as individuals, I don't think that you can say to like a fifth grader, "Hey, you're in denial about your background." I mean, you can't you no, can't no, no, really no. It's do not that. about your background. It's just like how the do the background you, of this country, the history. How do you think this happened? And I think if you use common sense. No. It makes it, oh, you don't just you don't agree with that? No, I don't okay. think that there's anything common sense about everything that you've been. That's that's why it's hard to to. That's why it's hard to to get people to understand all of this because it's not common sense. Everything you've been taught is a lie. That's not common sense. <laughs> not everything you've been taught is a lie. Everything. Number, uh, not everything. You can't. You have to have. Yes, a you can fudge the numbers, but two well, and two still does equal five. You know what well. I mean? <laughs> Horrible joke. Okay, but, math, but but I mean, if you if you look at. In order to explain to somebody that a majority of what they understand is based on their own perspective, that's very that's that's a quite a complex thing. Mm-hmm. You can't really teach that from a very very young age unless you're like, you know, on a commune, which I think most more people should be on communes, but I really just think that's a very complicated thing. But like if you're a monk, then that's a part of your teaching. If you're a Buddhist, then that's a part of your teaching. That's just not something that in the West, until you get to what, like, if you're in a really, really, really fancy school, you do, like, what, Plato in, like, 10th grade, maybe 11th, and that's the first time that you're like, oh, shadows on a wall, interesting, right? But that's probably the first time that anyone's ever, or maybe you take an ethics class in 11th grade or 10th grade, but that's the first time that someone does the, like, elephant in the dark stuff, right? Nobody really says to you, until you're that age because they think that it's too complicated for children in the west Uh, but that's mostly because (laughs) it's a complex thing and we don't we don't have a a culture and a society based on those kinds of understandings like we still see philosophy as something that's like handled by a few academics and that's it and then they're all kind of crazy people anyway because it has nothing to do with whether or not i get paid right so i don't know i think it's again I think it's complicated. <laughs> Everything is complicated. Everything's simple. Yeah. I do believe Both that. Are so. Absolutely. Everything, not everything. Maybe it is everything. Maybe it is everything. <laughs> that there's only two ways to look at the world. That okay. it's either a rising tide lifts all ships. Is that it? Yeah. Or I have to destroy to elevate myself. I think it's okay. a. Is, is there a middle? I don't know that that's. 
I don't know that that's the only two ways. Is, that's what I'm asking. Is there a middle of that? Because I do believe in the rising tide rises all ships. Right, and philosophy. That's, that's I mean that's something that like anyone. I I think that probably I think. If you want to know the real truth about what I think, I think that the Industrial Revolution destroyed the human race. But, um, yeah, I think that if we had been community-based uh, individuals in communities uh, and we could still see how much we relied on each other and we could still grow our own food, etc., um, yeah, we wouldn't have this. But I think that capitalism and industry destroyed a lot of the chance don't disagree for that what i'm asking is is there something that isn't one of those two things and i understand that you could fluctuate between the two i absolutely understand that you're telling you're asking me if there is something between rampant individualism don't say rampant. just say individualism okay individualism and collectivism i mean yeah, I mean, I think that there are people who are only invested in their own family. I think there are people who Isn't are only invested in... Isn't that just individualism? Not, I mean... I don't know. I, I think, again, that it's it's complicated. Because I here's, here's what I think. I think that although... I think that someone working for Exxon today um, thinks, I'm doing a great job putting my son through college. Sure. I don't think he thinks, I'm so glad to be raping the planet... I don't I, I think that on the whole, even people who are individuals and that's if you really look deeply at it, probably not necessarily their fault. Like again, they don't think I'm can't wait to club a manatee. I, I think everybody thinks that they're doing the best that they can and everybody thinks that they're doing a good job. And we talked about this before. Everyone thinks that they are the hero of their story. Mm -hmm. Everybody thinks that they are the main character that they, and that's, I mean, you know, that's another problem, but I don't think anybody gets up in the morning and says, can't wait to do evil today. I mean, I've heard that there, I mean, you know, I'm sure that there are like, I don't know, people. <laughs> I don't know. But it's a very, very small percentage of yeah. mentally unstable people. Right. I don't think anybody really gets up. I think every single person gets up and thinks, I'm doing the right thing. Sure. And they have a bunch of reasons why, and they've thought about it, or they haven't. You know, maybe they're not worried about it. Maybe they're not, uh, you know, completely intellectually... Uh, doesn't even matter. Isn't no, it, do it doesn't. It, it, I don't think that anybody wakes up, other than the scary people i don't think anybody wakes up and says can't wait to kill someone today i disagree with that part. <laughs> i think there are uh, there are some sociopaths that want to well yes other than specifically the, harm yes. certain individuals other than the scary people i don't think anybody does that i think it's more than that i was saying that the random killings right that that's few and far between like serial killers essentially is what i'm talking about serial but, killers are bad but like mass <laughs> shooters and um anyone that well, i think up. that they think they're doing the right exactly. thing. exactly yeah 100 percent. all of those people think they're doing the right thing and if you like if you sit down and you look at um uh what's it called uh suicide bombers mm -hmm. like uh, these are not people who are like can't wait to take out a city block yeah it's i can't wait to free my people yeah it, they're not it, it i don't think anybody wakes up thinking i i wonder how i can i mean i that i was gonna say i don't think anyone wakes up and says i wonder how i can do the best for myself today but i think a lot of people that's do the majority that. of people yeah i think a lot of people do that and i think that's the problem i don't think it's a 
I'm going to do evil or I'm going to do good. I don't think that it's a basic thing like that. I think that a lot of us have been taught that we need to watch out for ourselves. And a lot yeah. of us are taught Agreed. Agreed. that the most important thing is success and that means money. And I think that's where we live and that's what we are because of living there. So do you think things would be different if everyone thought of themselves as a supporting character rather than the lead? Um, no, because I think, I think that, I think that would just be an excuse and say, well, mm. it doesn't really matter. Okay. Right. That's fair. I think that the issue is not, I mean, I mean, that's like a, the supporting character and the lead thing, that's sort of like a celebrity culture type of a thing. Like everybody thinks that their life has to be exceptional and they're going to, you know, cure cancer or whatever it is. Um, I think that what, rather than that, I think that the issue is people wake up feeling disconnected from other people. They don't wake up and say, I'm a supporting character. They wake up and they say, I am alone. Mm -hmm. They wake up and they say, the only person I can rely on is me. Mm -hmm. uh, the only thing I need to worry about is me. Uh, I need to end it, no matter what. And like a Machiavellian, all I need to do is take care of myself regardless of whatever. Uh, because they don't, I don't want to say feel the connection because it's like, I can't, I don't have any of my crystals with me, so I can't. But I, I mean, I think that's, that's the truth. I think people grow up separated from each other. Uh, and that's a very like Western thing. And like, we sort of celebrate these facts and that's part of being white is that we're like not connected. We don't share our feelings. We don't talk about things. We don't, you know, get together everything. Every time that we're supposed to get together is supposed to be this difficulty. Do you um, think coronavirus is going to change any of that? I, I mean, you know, you have to hope things. I don't, I, th I mean, I guess my fear is that. Um, it will drive people in the opposite direction that mm. it'll be like a coke fueled 80s Wall Street romp after this. Um, and that's, I think, my fear is because yeah. we as a species, we cannot survive unless we support each other and realize how interdependent and interconnected we are. Like, we just don't have a chance. And I'm s nervous that the minute that people can get out. They're just going to be like, whatever, bitch. I'm doing whatever I want. I mean, think about it. I like, understand. I right? understand. Like, I've seen a number of uh, tweets, because I'm so active on Twitter, about, like, I totally understand the 20s now. Because, like, yeah. after you live through something, you're going to want to go out and go hard. And I and I get that. Um, but, like, we can't, we can't do that. So, I don't know. How do we come out of this more disciplined than before? <laughs> I don't know. doesn't seem like America. <laughs> like I don't know. I'm... Um, I mean, maybe some people. That would be great. I got... Not... I got into this, but this has clearly been a slow journey for me to get to where... To get my beliefs to where your beliefs are. Right. And... <laughs> where are my beliefs, by the way? <laughs> That's up to you. <laughs> Apparently, your dog has something to say about that. Uh, <laughs> I... Don't know if there was a specific moment, but I do know that becoming a parent and paternal leave accelerated my right. desire to explore this stuff. And hold on one second. Yeah, I understand. Keep talking. To explore this stuff and to try to find some sort of rationale. Right. But, um, it took until paternity leave to really sort of be alone with my thoughts because for the majority of January and February, it was just me and the boy 
And this is a boy that like, he's like, when you're six months old, you're like barely alive. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of interaction other than like waking up to eat. And then because you could like, you can't barely crawl. You know what I mean? So that, I don't know why this mattered, but it definitely did. And then you tack on the global pandemic when paternity leave is supposed to end. And I just feel like the rest of the world is catching up to where I was. So right. maybe it's just dumb hope. I don't think hope is dumb, but I think it actually... Hope is not dumb. Hope is dumb. Both are true. Um, what is it about becoming a father that made you... Was it just... Do you think it was just the time that you had? Yeah. I think if I didn't have paternity leave at all, yeah, I wouldn't have done this. Mm. I think if my wife didn't have maternity leave, I wouldn't have done this. Right. But it's that privilege of having both right. people being able to do that and spend so much time with someone that's not that's barely alive to right. changes it. Right. In ways that you can't really pontificate until it's there. Right. And then even when it is there, it's not easy to explain. Right. Um Did you have like a great deep love experience and did that change you and suddenly that's the thing is like no i thought i already knew i was gonna love the thing before it was the thing does that make sense yeah so it wasn't like a shock in any way right if anything it was a validation right of uh yeah it was just a validation yeah i don't know how that involved how that relates to anything but it definitely relates to why i'm down this path if that makes sense but I've been reading political texts. I've been reading religious texts right. since I was like fi- 13, right. 14. So I'm currently finally reading Michelle Obama's book and I'm oh. getting to the point where it's like early in their marriage. Yeah. And I'm thinking back about Obama's book, which I read in like Oh four. Never. Yeah. And I'm thinking about how it relates to like every single text I've read about Trump mm. and how it relates to today. And you can clearly pull the religious, the religiosity mm-hmm. from both. Yeah. And, would, so maybe like this is just because it's 2020 and it has nothing to do with having a kid. I don't know. Interesting. But it's clearly a dark timeline. Yeah. And it's and none not one part of it has been surprising. Hmm. Jennifer Wright wrote this amazing book about plagues hmm. and uh, stuff like that. And I read that in March right when this hit. Hmm. And I, I really want to interview her. Because she says the last plague in America wasn't the Spanish flu. Mm. It was the AIDS crisis. Right. Yeah. And it felt inappropriate to speak to her because of the social unrest due to the murder of George Floyd right. and Breonna Taylor, and s- et cetera. But now I'm, I'm, I'm reframing that as like, oh, no, it's the no, same. No, it's the same. It's, <laughs> it's exactly. The same. Yeah, it's exactly the same thing. It's just two things going on at the same time versus one. And yeah, especially. I six mean, years later, another one. It's It's exactly the same. And you hear things. I mean. Dr. Fauci being involved, but I mean, this stuff with the injecting bleach. I mean, there are a lot of different, um, there, there are overlaps and these are Mm -hmm. the kinds of things that we hope that we learn from, but we, we don't seem to, No, we don't seem to want to. Well, I wouldn't say that. I would say that there are people who don't want us to learn from these mistakes. Um, and they're doing a much better job than we are of, See, that's the thing. Do they not want us to learn or do they do not acknowledge it because they are in denial? That's what I'm saying. These are the people that said states' rights. Yeah, and and that's because it it serves their narrative. Exactly. That's denial. That's not an issue. I don't think it's denial. I think it's 
I don't think it's denial at all. I think it's uh, like erasure and rewriting of history. I don't. I don't think that it's. I think denial is something where you're individually saying, "I don't really feel like thinking about that." Yeah. Something different. Yeah. When you actively seek to change curriculum, when you actively seek to put statues up that uh, have literally nothing to do with what actually happened. If you if you say. Okay, throughout Alabama, there are going to be more statues of Confederate generals than there are of anybody else. I mean, these are not things. This is a this is an active campaign, and I think we have a number of. I don't want to say that the scary people are the sociopaths who want us all to die, but I think that there are people who do wake up and say, "How can I change the way that people feel about what happened? How can I change the way people think about reality?" And that's, I think, why we're in this, like, post-truth situation where there has been an active campaign for many years to erase the understanding of the, of the, the idea that there is a definitive truth. This goes back to why you had a difficult time writing those press releases and why the, the, the Democratic ticket is so dif- or the Democratic Party is so difficult to have, like, a clear message. Yeah, we're just really bad at it. No, there's not one simple message. Because and there can't be, mm, and there can't nah, be. I don't know because you know, eh, I don't know because I think that like if you look at messaging across the board on all of the different campaigns, like there are no statewide campaign. I, I think first of all, yes, we win in spite of ourselves. That's our whole thing. That's our entire thing, and I think that's very true. But I think that there have been masterful messaging campaigns that have totally changed the way people think. And I think, I mean, if you look at if you look at like yes we can and the Ob- if you look at Obama 08 and then we tried to uh, we tried to do it in smaller versions all over the place it didn't work out but the point is i think that that there have been instances where we have been very good with our messaging and we have explained to people why we're doing what we're doing i think no. that a problem that we have is that we tend to sometimes say, but this is very simple, and why should we have to explain the fact oh, that sure. we're trying to be helpful? For sure, for sure, a hundred percent agree. And that's, I think, I agree with that part sentiment, of the problem. <laughs> but I disagree with the, the the Democratic ticket. Okay, I was at the 2016 DNC, right? Mm-hmm. And every single night in that arena, it was packed. Yeah, and there were so many groups with a just fighting each other, infighting. Yeah. yeah, X should have gotten more time. Y shouldn't have gotten less time, yeah. et cetera pointlessly fighting yeah because they really believed in this issue yeah that unfortunately both issues never even got a chance in help because that person didn't win that's the kind of infighting of the democratic party yeah the republican party's always been better at unifying behind one thing yeah recently it's been horrible horrible things like putting kids in cages right. etc right so it's a lot easier a lot easier to say lock her up then I have this nuanced plan that could X, Y, and Z. No, no, sound bites rule, and I think that's true. And what's the okay? So you get, yes, we can. Yeah. Right. But what is? But like, no, we don't. We're have not locking anything. anybody up. But no, we don't. We don't have anything. And I think you know, I think. I don't know. I and don't. You can never have everything because the nuance is why a lot of people become Democrats. Okay, I love Elizabeth Warren. I, I love too. Elizabeth Warren. I, I wish she was going to be the president. I wish she was here and we I could make out with her. I knew she would never be the president. No, of course not. Because anybody that has plans like that wants right. to go into the, That's not simple. No. Okay. No. 
But Elizabeth Warren is sort of like the example of you saying, oh, but it's very simple. And me saying, it's not really simple. Elizabeth Warren. And I mean, like, <laughs> right. And like, I love her because she doesn't come in and say, look, it's really simple. She comes and she no, says, no, no, no. She here can... are the 35 points that we are going to take. And this is how it's going to work. And this is who's going to be in and charge. And if you and listen that's who's happen, and understand and it, it is simple. Well, yeah, sure. So there you go. But uh, doing it. someone to listen to those 35 right. points, that's the oh, difficult part. Right. And part. then following through on even one of them would be okay. But actually doing that is very complicated and you have to organize a whole bunch of people yes. and then everybody who's organized has to be like yeah i totally believe in this i mean it's it's a lot of work and, and not only that but there's like all this parliamentary procedure that has to happen and it's like do i think it's cool no i think it's trash but it has to happen and like sorry but that's just the way that it is and like you know i i if you asked me five years ago i would say no i'm not a burn it to the ground person but like I, I am a burn it to the ground person if we won't even take the time to allow things to work the way that they're supposed to work. And and we're not going to do that. And that's fine. So, I mean, yes, should we should we burn almost everything to the ground? Yes, we should. And I think we should just burn it all. But I hope that we Doesn't save that Elizabeth Doesn't that go Warren. against your beliefs? I don't think that we have time to... I don't think that we have to time have to listen to our better angels. I honestly don't think that we have time. I really don't. Um, I think that, you know, 40 years ago, 50 years ago, we had time. 100 years ago, we had time. And I think that the entire human experiment, especially the American experiment, I think it would be really interesting to see what could have happened. But I don't think that we have time to wait. And, you know, I mean, as much as I'm kind of like, yeah, 10 years ago, I was like, Greenpeace is aggressive. Now I'm like, I literally go get arrested with Greenpeace because it's like, okay, sure, that, that, that seems true. That seems right. They seem like, I mean, I used to be like, they're kind of going crazy about the whales. And now it's like, okay, I go crazy about the whales. So, Do you think this is a natural progression for anyone uh, that has been in any field for a certain amount of time? You either become more radicalized to the left or to the right? No, I don't think so. I think that's a recent thing. I think that's something that has been... No, I don't. I, I think that that is... Um, I think that's television. I don't think that that's something that necessarily happens. I think television really has destroyed everything. But, um, yeah, no, I think I think that... Uh, I don't think we have time. I don't think we have time to wait and find out how it's going to turn out. I really just don't. I think that, um, like, decisive action is necessary. And so part of me says, well, it would have been great to get messaging right 10 15 20 years ago but we don't have time anymore it's not important having some like beautiful messaging and like having a rollout that has like you know prepackaged fonts i mean great cool that would be great but like it doesn't make any difference anymore it's not important i think that so at what this is point, important at this point i think that like i think that the choice is very clear and i think that we're in a, i think it's actually very beneficial for us because we have now we may not be able to be defined by what we are, but we can certainly be defined by what we are not. And like nobody has been more helpful in that than this current person. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if your idea of a president is a gold toilet, then like, cool, you have your choice made. But like, if your idea of a president is not that, then okay. But I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't think <laughs> I, I have less and less hope that things are going to just turn out great on their own if we just sort of wait and see in the thing in the john lewis thing yeah. the truth does not change and that is why the answers worked out long ago 
can help you find solutions to the challenges of right. our time. So what's the solution? The solution What is, is the truth? The truth, yeah. The truth is that, you know, if we were to say that the moral arc of the universe bends toward justice, I just worry that we don't have enough time. It's like following a rainbow. Mm-hmm. And, like, if it stops raining... Okay, but Buddhists don't believe in physical conflict, right? Isn't that, like, one of the tenets? Violence. Violence. Yeah. yeah. It seems like you're advocating for some sort of violence. No, no, no. I don't believe in violence. So how... Okay, so... Burning things down and starting over doesn't mean actually setting fire to things. Understood. But it means getting rid of the current structures that hold us. How do you us. do that without violence sometimes? Yeah, I'm not I'm not I I I don't I I think guns shouldn't be allowed, but I don't think that you can do a lot of things without violence. And I think that while I am a conscientious objector, um I don't say to any group of people you should not be allowed to do uh you know whatever you think is most important without guns. Like if I just, you know, that's, but that's, yeah, that's hard, but that's, I, I is mean. Is it though? Because to me, it's not. You just melt all the guns, number one. I've well, yeah, get rid of guns. All guns should be illegal. The end. Yeah, I think we should have a military budget. I don't think there yeah. should be a Pentagon budget. I don't think that we should have a standing military. I don't think anyone should. I don't think there should be any violence of any kind in the world. Does the that only exist? To, <laughs> no. The, and the only way to get there is to go to the point where once again it's either us versus them or a rising tide lifts all ships I mean, and if you believe that yes if you believe that but i don't think that a majority of people i believe don't disagree that. but that's the goal then the goal is to get the majority of people to believe right that so if you're doing well i'm doing what well, i think we should help each is other is that you have to force empathy on people can't do which is not possible that's i know not, right so i don't consensual rape it's right. not possible I don't, well okay that's a bit much but i don't i i don't i don't know how to do that i don't know how do you i mean i can do as much as i can do and assist people in their understanding that they are connected and dependent on every other person and every other living creature and every tree and whatever it is i can do the best that i can do but, you know, with my pos- with my position and my platform, I can do the best that I can do with that. But what am I? I am a bug. So if I knew how to rally more people to do that, if I knew how to do that effectively, if there was a pill <laughs> that could create empathy, I would market it. But I don't know what that is. And... I think that there are a lot of people who are not searching. I think that there are a number of us who are searching for answers to this kind of thing. I think that there are a lot of people who aren't. Do you think Bill and Ted 3 could sway the election? I think Bill and Ted 3 could change the world. (laughs) I think that it may or may not save the planet. It's our best chance of survival. He wears that Save the Humans sticker. So I think you never... I mean, it's our only (laughs) chance. It's all that we have. 